0: Hey there, it's April Boulevard, your dog training mentor. And I want to thank you so much for coming in and listening to another episode of Why Does My Dog Do That? So if it's your first time listening, don't forget to like and subscribe to get notified when another episode comes out. I usually release them about every Tuesday. And also, if you um, have any questions, concerns, or comments, I love to get those too. And now Anchor's letting you pretty much leave an audio message on any forum that this podcast is available. So press that button, leave me an audio message, and I will answer your questions and maybe even feature you on the show. Most likely I will. Also, don't forget, if you listen to some of these episodes, you really like them, to leave a favorable review on someplace like iTunes, because what that does is it helps your fellow dog lovers find these podcasts a lot easier, so you will be doing them a great service, and if I've helped you in some way, you can always go to anchor.fm.com, backslash dog mentor and leave me a monetary donation. I greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to get money so that I can publish a book. I just need some money to hire an illustrator. It's going to be a kid's book about my guinea pigs and I'm really excited about it. So if you feel like I've helped you in some way and you want to help me with that, then go to anchor.fm backslash dog mentor and leave a monetary donation. Once again, thanks so much for listening to my podcast, and I hope you enjoy today's topic. Well, it has been a hot minute since I've been here, and there's a lot of reasons why, um, and I will get into that today, and then we'll kind of talk about what uh, we're all experiencing right now nationally, and that's the COVID-19. So, let's start at the beginning. Around Christmas time, I noticed some changes in my mother. Um, mostly concerning around her memory. So, of course, uh, when we discussed it, she said it was lack of sleep. So, we took her to the doctors. Uh, she They gave her a memory test. She failed it. But, to give her the benefit of a doubt and hoping that it was lack of sleep, they gave her some anxiety medication to um to use for a month and then we were going to reevaluate. Well, the month came and of course nothing had changed and um over that time I've noted I noticed that really it was not anxiety. It was definitely um something else and that's when we got the dementia diagnosis. So with that being said, as her dementia has gotten a, a little worse over time, I've had to increase her care and my focus on her so that took some of my time well um while this was happening my phone fell and the screen cracked and it cracked just good enough to where I couldn't even use the screen it it just wouldn't come on and uh, my insurance said I had to get a new phone for 200 and some dollars which at the time we didn't really have um my mom had said that she would be willing to pay for it and I said, You know what? I gotta I gotta kinda one of those, you know, hmm I said, Let's check your account. Well, we found out she had over um drawn five hundred dollars. And that was the first real red flag that um something was seriously wrong with her memory. And when I really realized, yeah, this is not just sleep deprivation, this is something more. Um so Of course, we had to kind of be tight for a while, really rework our finances and get everything taken care of because it was right when bills were due. Um, And um, God blessed us by having um, our church help us. So we were very blessed with that and we made it through. Um, And then, you know, it was about a month or more before I actually got my phone back and I had totally all intentions of after that month coming back on here and doing a podcast and um unfortunately I was just trying to find my new rhythm with the increased care of my mom and then here it comes the COVID-19 and the children um you know having to stay home from school everything being shut down um, so then on top of that, I have my son at home and I'm homeschooling him and doing, um, work that his school is sending and they're very, very proactive with that. So I'm very appreciative. He's still getting pretty much all his, uh, schoolwork, um, and also his electives as well, like his music and his art. And, uh, luckily as well, he does jujitsu and um, Gracie Barr had already had an online program. They opened it up to the kids as well. Um, so they're doing Zoom classes. And um, so that's great as well. So, but just finding the time t- for some silence to be able to record a park podcast has been pretty hard and tricky. But um, I just wanted to come on here and uh, share just you know that with you and let you know that i kn- you know i know that we're all going through you know this really scary period i mean this virus is very scary it's unprecedented um the you know things that are being put in effect um the shutdowns uh, and and the self isolation um we are looking at possibly our kids not going back to school at all because right now it's April 30th, but it's still not really getting much better. So, um, the other thing that I think is pretty scary is that, you know, there's things here and there that say that it can get transferred to animals as well. So you have that concern. Um, so, For me, I have to be super vigilant and super careful because I have my mother, you know, and she has dementia and she's old and she has diabetes and all these health issues. And for her to get this would probably be fatal. My eight-year-old son has asthma. So for him, it would probably be also very bad or fatal. And so, you know, it's scary. It's scary when you go out there, even trying to protect yourself, uh, doing your shopping or whatever to go out there and hope that you didn't catch something and you're not giving it back to the people that you love, regardless of how much you're cleaning things and sanitizing things and washing your hands. Um, I think, you know, we're going to make this through, we're going to get through this, we're going to make it, but we kind of have to just as a, a nation as a whole really come together and, be thoughtful of others, be supportive of each other, and um, really be considerate and kind of think, hey, you know what, Um, I'm not, I'm going to cover my face so that way if I am infected, I'm not going to spread it to someone else. I'm going to respect the boundaries of staying six feet apart from other people. And uh, if you didn't know why they have established that six feet rule, it's because that even If you're just passively breathing, they found that you can still release a virus up to six feet. It doesn't have to be the droplets and the spray. So don't think that just because someone isn't sneezing or coughing that you're safe and that you can break that six foot boundary. Just passively breathing, breathing they have found, also releases some of of a virus they're not sure exactly how much of that it takes to infect you or whatever but just to be safe because right now there's a lot of unknowns you don't really want to risk you know the unknown um stay six feet away from people i know it's really hard especially when you're shopping and trying to get your stuff um, don't dilly dally and look for stuff for twenty minutes or talk on the phone and stop at an aisle. you know just get your shopping done and get out of there um, you don't need to be out more than 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 you need to because the more you're out, the higher the risk of you uh, getting sick um, and wash your hands in between your fingers you know cover your nose and your mouth with your inside your arm all those good things. Um, I think if we do all that we'll make it through the other interesting aspect of this is that um, social media is pretty much the only way we can stay connected now. And because of that, things like Zoom and everything, people who would have never thought of using it have kind of been open to it, have, have experienced it and and, and, um, and gotten on it. A couple years ago, a year or two ago, I had tried to do online classes um, on Zoom and it didn't take off. But I think now I'm going to try it again because I think now everyone has experienced, um, things like Zoom or other platforms and realized that being on there, you can still have that really personal connection. So if I teach a class on a platform like Zoom, that, um, I can still show my client what to do. I can still, you know, watch them and see how they do it and talk to them. So it's pretty much, Like a class setting, except that you're not around other people and in an unsafe environment uh, at this time. But I think that that is going to be a huge um, change and a lot bigger going forward of doing things um, online opposed to together, just because it's probably going to be until next year before they can actually get a vaccine even made for this so we you know uh it should be a very interesting time but when I get that all set up and ready I will definitely share that with you um on here on the podcast and hopefully if you've been home for a while and notice that your dog probably needs some training because you've been around them a lot more you will uh look into that and and be interested and come to one one of the classes I think you'll really enjoy it and like I said even on a platform like zoom you could still have that um classroom atmosphere that um personal one-on-one time with your students as well so with that being said I'm gonna get off here I hope you have an amazing week hopefully I can try and get back on here next week I'm not really sure but um I will try, um, but stay safe, everybody. And if you have any questions, um, always feel free to leave them and share your thoughts about what's going on right now too. Uh, I will be happy to share those on a future broadcast. Take care of yourselves. Uh, love your dogs and they'll love you for it. Bye for now. I basically recorded this podcast yesterday and, um, I just wanted to add that I think for now that I might come on here and kind of, um, share more of my journey of my mom and her dementia and us going through this COVID, um, then, then dog training. But if there is any dog training questions you have, definitely please, um, ask. I am happy to answer that. And, um, yeah, that last night was interesting because my mom decided, um, she hasn't been eating that much. And after looking it up, I realized that dementia patients don't really eat. They kind of stop eating after, you know, a while. So, um, we're getting her some insure, but it, it is tough having a, person with dementia during this COVID experience because sheltering in is really kind of detrimental to a person with dementia. You really kind of have to make them get out there and move around and do things and keep themselves going and this COVID is just kind of like a huge wall in the in the face of that so it makes it really really hard and um I am just you know trying to figure out how to keep her from sleeping all day because that's like her automatic response is to just go back to bed so um yeah it's it is a struggle and um if you are dealing with someone with dementia and maybe you have some tips, please share them because i I would like to know today is a nice day, so I'll probably take her out and have her walk around a little bit. but it's also hard to do that for us because our driveway needs to be repaid, and so it's not very um, sturdy, and we also live on a on a decline. So of course, that's not really good for somebody who um you know is elderly and doesn't walk that well. so um but yes. If you have any tips on how to keep a dementia person active during this COVID experience, definitely share them. And if I learn any, I will share them too. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my Why Does My Dog Do That podcast um, Definitely check out some of the older ones if this is your first time listening. And hey, don't forget, now Anchor allows you to leave a voice message on any place that you listen to this podcast. So I want to hear from you. Please send me your questions, your comments, your suggestions. Um, I love to hear from you. And also don't forget to favorite and subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode, And if you listen to some of these podcasts, you're really enjoying them, please, if you could do me the favor of leaving a review on someplace like iTunes, it just helps other dog lovers find these podcasts a lot easier. I hope you have a great week and I see you back here next week.